Welcome to the one and only Alter Bridge Podcast, Open Your Ears, hosted by Liam Whiting. Let's get the amp tuned up to 11 and get this thing started. Welcome back here to another episode of Open Your Ears Podcast. I'm joined here by my guest this week, who's Roy Turner. How are you doing, Roy? I'm doing good, thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Um, we're talking about the album Blackbird, which I'm very excited to talk about this album as it's one of their signature pieces. So I'm guessing you're a big fan of it as you're on the show talking about it. Absolutely huge fan of this album, yeah. It's, it's probably, it has to be my favourite album of theirs, to be fair. Probably my favourite album of anything, really. Yeah, this is my favourite album of theirs as well. So I'm interested to see how our notes are going to be the same here or if they're going to be different um, but we'll see. So do you remember the album coming out? It came out uh, May 2007, I believe. That's it. Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, it's crazy to kind of think back as far as that. But yeah, I remember I I think I got into the band a little bit just before the album was kind of announced. So I was still coming just off the back of One Day Remains, absolutely loving what I was hearing at that point. And then here another album was coming and obviously I was incredibly excited for it. Yeah. Hooked in. Good. Uh, did you see him on this album? I did, yeah. Actually, I saw them, um, I think I saw them twice, actually, um, on oh, this one. Um, I saw them once in Southampton, a really nice medium-sized venue, and then in uh, Brixton Academy in London, which was great as well. Again, it, was, it wasn't anything as big as what they play now. I was at that Brixton gig as well, so maybe really? we were at the same gig at the same night. Did you have the joy of seeing Justin Hawkins' hot leg absolutely trash the stage? It was awful. I did, yeah. And that's just, oh. that, that's the worst support band I've ever seen. That was absolutely terrible. And yet, as, in comparison, they had Logan, and Logan were just outstanding. Logan were know? great. So anyone oh, yeah. who wasn't at that gig, I remember Justin Hawkins, he finished his set by saying, fuck you, Brixton, which I've never heard a support band since <laughs> say which was terrible and he was I remember he was booed and people were like throwing drinks at him and yeah yeah it's the bit where they came on stage and I was like oh that's Justin Hawkins and as soon as he starts it's just basically we're our leg we're our leg just screeching and I was like no mate that's right. just that's rubbish <laughs> I heard the single of theirs beforehand and I thought that it was something I remember the title being something to do with Christmas and Jesus and it's right. not good. It's <laughs> terrible. I don't think that song's aged at all. So if anyone ever says to me the worst support band you've ever seen, that's the first one that comes to my mind, 100%. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember before that gig as well, uh, near the venue, they had a Blackbird pub. I don't know if you remember no, that not at, at all. all. It was opposite the venue. They changed one of the pubs into a Blackbird pub, which I thought was really cool. And I've never seen a band do that uh, since. I've seen it with sort of American football over here, but not anything else, which was quite cool. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to check out anything like that. Yeah, uh, yeah that they, that was a great gig. And they, they've sort of played bigger venues for me ever since that mm-hmm. one. That's it. So I think since kind of AB3 landed, it's very much been, the only time I've seen them kind of reasonably close to where I am has been pretty much London and it's been um, Wembley Arena, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah it's been big. Uh, to me, though, i just say about this album before we start, um, it's a different sound to me from the first album. It's sort of, that evolved from Creed and then from the first album into sort of this. And it's sort of as if they're finding their feet, sort of their own sound a bit more. To me, what do you think? Definitely so. I think sort of knowing a little bit of the, the background of what was going on between One Day Remains and Blackbird and obviously them 
having the issues they had with wind up and wind up obviously wanted them to kind of go back towards doing more kind of creed type stuff and essentially reforming the band and obviously they had to split off from that and i think that kind of gave them the the kick to go right let's do what we want to do and they made blackbird you know and it was a masterpiece <laughs> well, I, <doubt. laughs> I did think of this album it's going to be hard to be very critical of it because it's so good but we'll see as we go what we say yeah. so let's dive in to the first song ties that blind I think this one, like sort of comparing it to the first track of the first album in comparison, it's kind of like a let's hit the ground running, like bang straight in there with the guitar and just kind of go in and talking about, I suppose, listening to the lyrics of it, it's kind of like having that restriction and breaking free of that, which again, I think, especially I think that the first sort of, the first three or the first three tracks definitely of the album are very much kind of giving you that idea of them kind of getting away from that restriction and doing what they want to do being who they are you know yeah you've, you your notes are similar to mine already <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> i wonder if this was going to happen but yeah i just sort of said there was a great intro and for me i thought the drumming uh, was good and there's a nice faded guitar but yeah to me this is a great way to start the album with a different sound and it's more heavy to me than yes. maybe what you were used to at the time for the band but obviously they've done different stuff since but I think a big part of the, the sort of the heavy sounding of, of this album as well compared to One Day Remains is the fact that probably, obviously when Miles came into the band, a lot of One Day Remains, I believe, was already written. And it was written to have Mark playing guitar and Miles as the singer. Whereas in this album, Miles obviously got to do his own guitar as well. And the two of them together, it just brings together this amazing sound. Agreed, completely. Yeah, definitely. So I'm gonna to go to the next song, Come To Life.
song. Um, I, I absolutely love this song. Um, every time I hear it, I just want to mosh to it. Um, <laughs> I think this is a great song. Everything works. Um, Miles's vocals is brilliant. And to me, this is sort of, as you were saying, this is more his piece and what he wanted to do rather than a Creed sound. And I think you can definitely see this in that song more so. Um, what do you think? Yeah. 100%, yeah, I agree. It's just, it is, again, it's just about them just kind of letting go and, you know, just, I suppose, again, it's just obviously talking about them doing their own thing, getting away from that negative kind of influence as such and, and really just kind of diving straight into that. Oh, right. the lyrics, a lot of the lyrics from that song, um, obviously about sort of like trying to rewrite history and keeping the truth contained can be looked at in their sense of, you know, you, you, want, to, you want us to forget the Alter Bridge name and that album and, and just go back to what essentially makes you money. You know? <laughs> I've noticed that doing these album reviews that the lyrics sort of, there's a lot more to them than necessarily you'd think just listening to them. Like back the Fortress review, um, spoiler for everyone, I've recorded that <laughs> before doing this one and I didn't realise sort of how much that meant to the environment and the planet and animals and I think this is my start towards doing that and this is exactly what you said there yeah 100 percent, definitely and what just to mention fortress just very briefly there's a particular thing on that album which is incredibly relevant to what's happening right now on i think it's calm the fire there's a little line which i didn't notice until probably my 10th playthrough or something off the track and it literally is just along the lines of you know when i close my eyes i dream that we are colorblind and i was like that makes so much sense but you just yeah. wouldn't hear it the first time around there's so much of that throughout all of their albums, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We say that in the episode, and it's just how much relevance it is today, which you wouldn't expect it to be. And yeah, check it out in the future when it's out, everyone. <laughs> um, I'm <listening>, definitely. <laughs> thank you. So, I think we've summed up "Come to Life" well. There. Anything else you'd like to add? Or uh, no, not that one. I do think no. We did pretty good. Agreed. Track three, brand new start. To me, 
this is more of a melodic sort of Alterbridge song. Um, it's not sort of as heavy as the first two as the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. But I think it works really well. Um, and I love the outro lyrics to make a brand new start of how he repeats it. I think that's absolutely brilliant, personally. Um, and he's done it on a few other songs, but he just seems to work on that song. I don't know why or what went well, but it just seemed to go really well. And um, what do you think, Roy? I suppose for the outro, it's that kind of thing of kind of echoing the, the message almost, isn't it? Kind of leaving you with that thought as the song finishes. Definitely. I absolutely love, I love the song. I love, I love quite a lot of their sort of their slower melodic stuff, to be fair, as well as the, the harder kind of more ravey stuff. And there's a lot of, lot of things to, to love about Brand New Start. One thing that I absolutely love as well, which always gets me, and I was really gutted when I didn't kind of experience it during one of the live shows. Literally, there's a part right after the, right after Tremonti's solo, and it goes back into the chorus. And as Miles is singing, Mark hits this really high kind of, um, kind of like uh, this really high note where he's bending the string. And it's just like, to me, it almost sounds like he's just taking the guitar and he's played it so beautifully that it just cries at the end of the solo. It's um, great. It's absolutely really amazing. Great. I remember just standing there and I was watching and, and it just didn't come. And I, was, I remember feeling so gutted by it. But every time I hear it, it's just, it is outstanding. It's the, how that can even happen, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I don't know what else to say about this song, really, <laughs> apart from... It's, it's as I, yeah, as I said at the start, it's going to be hard to be critical, but when you've got Very three much. good songs like this, what can you say badly about them, really? I don't Not know. Not very much. Not yeah, very it's, much it's hard. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll just keep blowing smoke up their ass, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Track four, Buried Alive. things I think I love about Buried Alive is the fact that I, I kind of get the idea that you know they get into the studio they're talking about you know how we're going to start this song and maybe Mark just said oh I'll start it or someone said to him you know why don't you just just chuck a solo in there just to get us started and that's completely where it comes in it just kind of just thrashes out this 
really nice solo just to properly get into that 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 rhythm and that feel of what this song is and just it's great yeah yeah i it's a really good song um i'm trying to be critical again but what do you say when it's this good <laughs> the vocal <laughs> to me the vocals are probably the best part of the song um the guitars are also really good but i feel like you pick up on the guitars more so i don't know if it's of how the song's structured perhaps or but they stand out to me more so um yeah and it's, it's very much bookended by the guitars as well but yeah, the, the vocals are a huge part of it and talking about obviously that that kind of addiction and that feeling of the the abuse as such the substance abuse or the alcohol abuse as such as that's supposed to be about it's it's incredibly kind of deep and powerful and it's quite dark as well in a sense even though it's not a a slow song it's the, the lyrics and the meaning of it is, is incredibly dark definitely i think that's what we were saying earlier about Alterbridge. there's definitely meanings to this song that you don't necessarily pick but i didn't know the song was meant to be about that um so tell me more about the song what's it meant to be about of addiction or what's your take on it so that's that's what i kind of understood of it over the years it's that kind of that thing of, of addiction alcohol addiction the whole thing of trying to kick it kind of falling off and there's, there's some lyrics in there as well I believe about obviously the uh, about obviously taking more from the glass and towards the end it's that having that hope of trying to be better in a sense yeah ah interesting yeah it's, it's just nice hearing people's takes of songs of I, 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 don't, I don't know if that's what the song's about but I was sort of reading the lyrics through in my head and it seems to completely make sense now you've said that and it does sound that's what it's about to me so yeah, I like that the songs are sort of open to interpretation. So yes, you could just sit there and you could enjoy Miles singing, flip, Toronto on guitar, or you could sort of sit and listen to the lyrics and mean a bit more about it. So yeah, that's, that's it. That's interesting. Uh, track five, Coming Home. the lyrics again and trying to get an idea a sense of what the song may be there's a lot of there's a lot in there about kind of acceptance of 
what you already have and being in a sense being happy with that it's you know the idea of i'm coming home back to the place where i belong and and just being kind of happy with that and being away from i suppose more toxic stuff yeah i, I don't know maybe, when, maybe yeah this is it i don't know if maybe there have been some issues perhaps when they had that tour following one day remains i think as a group from the sounds of it they were possibly struggling dealing with the schedule being away from family and dealing with that pressure from obviously wind up as well i don't know if that was maybe because it was their first tour together and they were struggling or miles hadn't been on tour for a few years or getting used to each other perhaps maybe yeah that's quite possible definitely yeah, I was re-listening, when I was re-listening to this song today, I was thinking to myself that this isn't a song that they play anymore. I don't know if it's because of the bad memories that they sort of want to repress it and not play it again. Or, But I remember them playing this around the time, and I don't think they've played it any of their recent tours from memory. I don't know, unless they've done a random gig in Iowa, which someone will send to us and say, I saw it two years ago. But to my knowledge, from checking set lists, I've not seen it at all. Uh, you could be right, to be fair. Yeah, I can't remember hearing it live or even seeing it on any live albums for a while either. Probably not since, like, the the live in Amsterdam or something. Yeah, it could well be. Yeah, maybe they just want to move on from it. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about it? Or? Um, no, I think that kind of kind of covers it, to be fair, yeah. Oh, I think you've summed that well. So the next song, Thanks. Before Tomorrow Comes, track six... listen to my first episode you'll know that this is my favorite all-time Oldbridge song so I'm gonna let Roy start because I'm just gonna let you speak so go on if I bear in mind I I could cut you out here so be careful what you say (laughs) no I'm joking go for it this is where I come in and go oh this song's absolutely terrible yeah it's the worst song we've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) no it's um it's great it's I think I kind of there's a connection I find between this and the next track, Rise Today, and having a kind of a similar theme, to be fair, but delivering them slightly different. 
Before Tomorrow Comes is one of those ones which has that ending of, you know, kind of repeating that message where it's just literally, you know, we could be so much more than we are at the end of the day. It's all, to me, it's about kind of being better at the end of the day, people in general being better. Uh, and it's kind of like, I suppose, I've, I kept coming up with this comparison in my head, but it reminds me a fair bit of it, of Man in the Mirror for its message. It's kind of like the Alter Bridge version of that song. Yeah. It's saying, you know, the world is not great and it's us to, up to us like to, make, to make a change and, yeah, and to be better. If we can be better and everybody can be better, then the world can be better. And there's a lot of messages like that in a lot of Alter Bridge songs from various albums, to be fair. I agree. Yeah, there are definitely. Like going back to Fortress, they definitely say that. Yeah, so I think you've... You said it really well. And that's so, as you know, that's the lyrics on my arm. So I think to myself, like, you could be a better person. It doesn't matter if it's anything in life. And I just think it's a great message overall. And I think that's sort of why I got it as a tattoo. But, yeah, I think this song's perfect to me because the lyrics are great, the vocals are great, the guitar's great. I I honestly think, personally, this is probably their best ever song. Um, I don't know what everyone on the Facebook page or Twitter page will say, but... (laughs) Yeah, for me, I think this is it's probably not the most commercially recognised best song, but it's always good to hear live. Um, what do you think? Do you think it's up there for the best songs? Or I think it is. To be fair, yeah, it's got it's got an amazing message to it. The the actual music itself is absolutely outstanding. I think it gets a little bit overshadowed by some of the other more well known songs, and the fact that say like Rise Today got released as a single possibly kind of overshadows it a little bit. But it's it is just great. Yeah. did a really good job of it. I completely agree with you. Um, I'll come to Rice today when we get to it. But yeah, I, I think that's right. Um, but I, I'm really pleased that I keep playing this because I didn't know if they'd stop after a few tours, but I'm really pleased they still do. And um, please keep playing it, guys. Don't stop. <laughs> um, we are loving it. Exactly. So track seven, Rise Today. song um for me this is probably their most famous song most commercially recognized song but i'm going to be critical of this song i'm going to the only criticism i'm going to give it is i think this song's played too much at the end of their gigs i think it's a great song i really enjoy hearing it but i'd like them to mix it up a bit more and i noticed they did with the last tour which they did in Europe, which obviously some of the guys in the US and Australia haven't heard, but they started ending on Open Your Eyes instead, which I'm pleased that I haven't just kept it. It's the same song. 
I love when they when they end on on that. To be fair, yeah, I prefer them ending on "Open Your Eyes" rather than opening it. Um, but I get why they end it because it's their most famous song, and ninety nine percent of people want to see it. But fans like us that have seen them a hundred times, you're not bothered. So, yeah, that's my only criticism of the song. Um, what would you say about it? I don't really have many criticisms of it. I don't think I still really enjoy it. Uh, I get what you mean about it being about it being played a fair bit. Obviously, it's always you can guarantee it's going to be in set list at the end of the day. Of course, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to uh, maybe say mix it up and start on it for a change, just to yeah. change it up a bit, just do something different. Um, go on, carry on speaking. Sorry. No, that's all right. No, that's all right. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I was going to say that um, it's an, it's just another one again, which where you've got a really good message. Where if you if you want to sit down and listen to it, or like sometimes I'll sit down, and listen to the album, and I'll have a read through the lyrics as I'm. Uh, listening to it as well and just kind of taking an understanding and there's some there's some great little bits in there again there's a whole concept of like a lot of a lot of songs of theirs have so much kind of merit on the idea of just love in general being a good thing and trying to be just great to everyone and the idea of was your was the enemy just your brother all along there's a lyric which always just kind of goes really deep I think like, is the person that you're not liking, are they actually more like you, in a sense? Can you actually find common ground and, and that sort of thing? I think, as you said about Before Tomorrow Comes, sort of the lyrics of um, Rise Today and Changes 1, it's, it's a really good lyric. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember them playing it, Miles normally says it before they play it, which I think is a good way to introduce the song. Um, I remember when this came out, it sort of got a short recognition, which I think was really good for the band because they didn't really get much at the time. And I think maybe they needed a song like this to sort of get them that mainstream attention, which they needed. It was um, one of those ones that could easily be played on like the, the planet rock stations and, and that sort of thing. And those places. Yeah, yeah exactly. Agreed. Yeah. And if they were sort of headlining a festival, playing at a festival, if they, they were playing five songs, say, for a festival set list, you knew that this would be one of them, which mm-hmm. you don't have a problem with, do you? Um, the only thing else I'd say about the song was um, I really like the guitar solo towards the end. I, th- I think that's really good. Um, yeah, it's just a great song overall. Uh, anything else, sorry, you'd like to add? Uh, no, I, I totally agree with you on the guitar solo, to be fair, and, and the guitar intro as well just that's has great. a really nice sound to it. No, it just That's good live. That- yeah, it's great. And the, oh, the instrument that Miles plays for that is just, it's just beautiful. It's, it's that, I think it's the, the sort of the metallic guitar that he has and it just has yes. that real nice sound to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. I think that's well said about the song. So, Blackbird, track A.
what our opinions are going to be of this song because I think we might have different opinions so interesting okay I'm going to shock the world here I'm not a fan of this song I think the song's critically brilliant the guitar is great the lyrics are great just not a fan and I probably know that everyone is going to hate me for saying this and every time I see it with my dad he turns to me and be like what yeah um, <laughs> and, but I will say that it's, I really like that they've done an eight-minute song because this is sort of their sort of nothing else matters sort of style song that they've tried to sort of go for a long ballad with a good guitar solo and it's worked really well. Um, I'll let you do some justice to the song, Roy, and, and you can <laughs> redeem my listeners back by praising the song for me. Go for it. That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> I, can, I can throw quite a bit of praise at this song, to be fair. I mean, what's worth mentioning... What's worth mentioning the fact is obviously that this song was written about obviously someone that Miles knew, had known for a long time and had lost. I believe they were possibly battling an illness, which is obviously a lot of what the lyrics is about to the end of the day. Um, I suppose one of the critical things I would say about it, just as a sort of juxtaposition as such, would be to say that it, it would overshadow In Loving Memory, which obviously was Mark's song about his mother, I believe. Um, but I, I do absolutely love the song. For me personally, uh, it cuts really deep. Um, the whole idea of someone being broken, someone being free of that and being out of pain, and you know the whole thing of you know someday I too will fly and find you again, because of the fact that me personally, I lost a parent when I was incredibly young to an illness. Um, it just it, it gets me every single time. To be fair, and I I I love it completely. I, it's, it probably is one of my favourites. Possibly that's because of what it conjures up inside me, I think, yeah. I was well, I was doing some research from it, and a lot of people have said this is their favourite Oldbridge song, and I, I get it. I, like, I just, it's a great song. I really enjoy hearing it live. It's just, it's not my thing. I, but I say that, but I listen to songs that are longer, and I'll listen to rock songs with five-minute solos. I don't know. The song just doesn't stick with me. I don't know. Maybe it's because of your personal experience, perhaps, or maybe I haven't been through that to sort of, be my thing but yeah um don't send me too much hate but 
<laughs> we will see. No, I, I, it, um, but I have to say, though, this song, we've got to mention the logo because obviously this is the album name mm-hmm. and it's brought their logo, which obviously I wouldn't steal that at all to use for my podcast. I've got no, it's just a big coincidence <laughs> since it's been I, used. I got it stuck to my arm, so don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So I've got, I suppose, give it credit for that. For one other thing I love about it as well, I just want to mention, is the is the concept and the way they've managed to blend together those two separate guitar solos, starting Agreed. off with Miles, it being really kind of passionate and slow, um, going into a more picking up pace with Marks, and the way they kind of put those two together, it, they've done an incredible job with that, I think. Agreed. And they do that in other songs, but we'll come to that when we go down the road. Um, <laughs> So we've got the next song, One by One. crazy like you you following it on from blackbird and obviously you're feeling blackbird kind of gives you that solemn feeling in a sense you get to the end of it and then it's kind of it's almost like an explosion when one by one comes in isn't it it is yeah i've sort of said in other album reviews as i've been listening to them back i've noticed that it's sort of taken an emotional roller coaster so they'll start of a song heavy heavy they pull you in with sort of a slow song ballad They'll do it again, do it again, pull you in. And then they've done it with this on a different sort of level, but they've tried it again by doing speed and then pulling you back up again with this song. Um, yeah. Um, to me, this is another song that seems a bit forgotten by the band. I don't know if it's hindsight of so many years later, but yeah, I, I like this song. It seems a bit underrated to me for a general Aldridge song. Um I like the chorus. I think it's not maybe as heavy as the stuff they're used to, so maybe Marks isn't like playing it as much. Um, but I remember randomly, I don't know how, that this was the intro on the band's website um, okay. for years. I don't know how I remember that. I just remember going on and thinking, you're going to hear Rise Today or maybe you're going to hear like, Open Your Eyes, and it was this song, and I was like, wasn't the most obvious song choice. So I don't know if there was an inside rib or something we don't know about, perhaps. I wonder if maybe just maybe just because of how the song starts, perhaps. Yeah, maybe that's it's just a good the point. Way, you, know, you, you log on to the website and it just kind of kicks in and you know exactly where you are because of it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Um, maybe they should play the song a bit more again. Um, 
who knows? I think possibly one of the issues maybe would, maybe they got a bit of an issue with playing it if it's kind of more politically charged compared to some of the other songs. Yes, yeah, because you know, yeah. talking a lot of things about if you can look at it in the sense of it being about soldiers and wars and promised lands and obviously soldiers dying as well. It's obviously a very big thing which can affect a lot of people. And I know a lot of people that you speak to online would say that it means a lot to them as well, but it could easily be taken the wrong way, possibly. Yeah. So maybe it's a case of just kind of not wanting to offend people, maybe not wanting to rub people the wrong way in that sense. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they want to go in a different direction with how he's gone with Fortress or something since maybe you weren't yeah. sort of wanting to have a mention or an honour towards the troops, as you said, but maybe they just want to do something a bit different. Yeah, good point. Um, watch over you. second single of the album um i don't really know what to start about this song saying it's i think personally this is probably their best ever ballad song and i think that they've tried to copy this with other songs mm-hmm. they are good but i think this is its own league i think this is sort of their best one and i think live you really appreciate this song when everyone gets their phones out and i think you really get the full experience of it when it's just miles on a guitar by himself i think you really appreciate the song um what do you think about it i think you're right i can i can see what you mean about it that being potentially mimicked with other songs so it was um which was the one on ab3 which they kind of play alongside it uh, sometimes on live shows that like they kind of men they blend is it wonderful life possibly yeah. and they i think that, that works and then it goes really well. in yeah. it goes in really nicely to be fair and, I like the way it kind of works out. I was actually watching something this morning, just doing a little bit of research for this. Um, there's a really nice uh, Making a Blackbird documentary on YouTube from something like eight years ago. It's, it's, a, it's a fair old thing. Um, it's literally 21 minutes. If anyone, anyone's watched it, have a look. It's really good. Uh, there's a little bit in there about Watch Over You showing Miles, it looks like the middle of the night, kind of racking his brain, trying to finish off writing this song. But they were saying that it's something that he actually had started working on before they were even making this album. It sounded like it was more of a, a solo song that he kind of worked together, which you can kind of see, obviously, from you the way performed on stage. Definitely. Uh, I, I love the 
the guitar playing of it is nice. It's nice that it's a stripped down song as well. Yeah. Like so much of their stuff is really, really big, quite heavy. Even some more of the ballads and stuff, it's kind of you can you can you still got obviously a few more instruments and stuff in there, but this is just works out really nice. You've got one guy on stage and he's just kind of singing his heart out and he really is singing it. I think because of what the song means, it's such an emotional song, and I think that's how you get the full experience of it. Um, what you're saying about the documentary, I, I think I must have seen it years ago, but forgotten about it. But I have to put it in the show notes so everyone can go back and watch it and let us know what you think about it. Um, yes, yeah, definitely worth yeah. watch. Yeah, um, I think we've summed up this song perfectly. I think definitely what you said about Wonderful Life, I think they've tried to sort of recreate the magic in a bottle again so to speak they've just tried to do another ballad to go with it i think it has worked well um and i think they do go really well together but i think this is sort of a one of a kind song personally for them obviously because of what it means to them so definitely so yeah there's a really funny thing i found as well when this song came out and i've never quite understood it but obviously they did the music video for this one and there was obviously just, it was generally just the bands playing at the end of the day. There was nothing really spectacular about it. I remember but it, yeah. It kind of feels like kind of following on from that, like any other videos that they did, I kind of felt like maybe a, a slight criticism of the band or maybe those who are sort of managing the band. The music videos themselves just kind of lack idea, I find, compared to other bands. There's nothing really going on, which maybe in a sense, I suppose, gives you the, the idea of, well, let's just concentrate on the song and the band. That's what the subject is. But I think I personally, I would have liked to have seen something a bit more, I don't know, just some, something that has a bit more to it in a sense. I think I with that song, you could easily do a story, sort of a mini film or something. Yeah, maybe they just wanted the song to speak for themselves rather than... But I agree with you. But I think like music videos are a lost art now because there's no money in it. I don't think like maybe they only released the Metalingus one was it last year this year yes that's right yeah so but then but then in comparison like later on we got that really cool animated video for um oh which song was it now um I know the song but I can't remember yeah, exactly. I'm sure people yeah. listening are going to be like <laughs> trying to their phones and be like oh I know what one it is there's two of them obviously there's the um the first track from uh, the last hero, with obviously with the, with the weird like speak the the megaphones and stuff, isn't there? But there's yeah. also the other one as well. And yeah, to be fair, it's completely gone out of my head. You've really caught weird. me off guard, so I should <laughs> be knowing this. <laughs> but I remember thinking to myself when when the album when this album was out, um, and I think was it did they release? They did a video for Ties That Bind, I think. Yeah, after they did. They did um, Watch Over You. I remember thinking before seeing that video, like, oh yeah, Ties That Bind, like listening to it. You could do you could do so many cool things with that concept of you know of just just miles alone just being kind of restricted in a sense and breaking free yeah. and then they released a video and it was just them on the stage just singing the song which is nothing wrong with that but yeah, maybe it was, it was like budget I don't know maybe possible, I, I completely yeah, agree with you but yeah yeah maybe that's why maybe they've got more money for an animated video now um, yeah. I don't know. If I ever get the band on, I'll ask for you, Roy, okay? Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> That'll be my one question for you. Um, yeah, I, think we, I think we've summed it up really well, um, yeah. that song, really. Uh, Break Me Down.
song on the album to me personally um when i say this i don't mean that i dislike the song i just think for alter bridge it's not necessarily their best work uh, which doesn't mean it's bad but i still think it's a good song um yeah it's a bit filler so it's a, i would skip it personally if i was listening to it um roy I, I, I kind of i kind of agree to me for this and one other one which we haven't got to yet i, I think we're going to be similar, the same here yeah quite possibly yeah it's it's a funny thing it's kind of I can understand like the emotion and the, and the message with this one, and I like the the intro to the song. It has yeah. a really nice sound to it and everything. Agreed. But there's nothing outstanding, and I think when I think of this album, or when I think of say putting like an Alter Bridge playlist together, it probably wouldn't come to mind. To be so, fair. if you were naming someone twenty songs, I wouldn't name this. This is definitely mm. saw more fans like us, I think, who would probably know it, saw them at the time or yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, definitely so. I think I, I don't think there's anything else to say about it really. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, white That's knuckles. Right. No, it's fine. White knuckles. <laughs> picked up again here um, this is Tremonti song definitely for the, mm-hmm. the guitar riffs um, I remember live I think it was at Wembley and someone will probably say I'm wrong they did dueling guitars for this which I thought were absolutely brilliant um, I don't I don't think they've done this again um, I think they might have done it another time but they don't seem to do that anymore and I really enjoyed that I thought that was sort of a cool part to the show that sort of added something that other bands necessarily don't do um yeah go for it i'll let you speak 
Uh, I mean, I, I really enjoy the song. I really love the the kind of almost franticness. It's kind of like a, a frantically played song, but you can hear how much control there is in it yeah. as well. And there's a lot of, um, not necessarily anger as such to it, but a lot of kind of the idea of just being able to to be who you are and not you know, just not just be controlled by someone else. I think that's probably Tremonti's inner speed metal headness yeah. and then yes. everything yeah. else is miles just pulling him back to earth and letting him sort of <laughs> be normal <laughs> but yeah definitely like for for old bridge i wouldn't say that sort of the guitars then i would say it's probably more of other heavier bands perhaps mm-hmm. um yeah but i think it works really well still regardless really like it i think it shows you some of mark's influences possibly definitely. more than anyone else's definitely but um, but yeah, I, I absolutely love it. I, I love the just the whole the hit of the song. It's another one, kind of. It's kind of like I suppose it, it, it jumps straight in, kind of like one by one, but it doesn't just kind of just hit loud and heavy. It hits heavy and fast as well, and it's just yeah for for a guitar fan like myself, it's it's absolutely brilliant. I love it. Yeah, all said. So last song, Wayward One. album would end i don't know if they did it differently because it was the second album or i don't know if they were finding their feet still but this is probably my next skippable song if i'm usually listening to it um i'm guessing this was the one you were going to say as well perhaps same one yeah same one i mean it's it's a it's a good song there's not necessarily anything wrong with it it's just like you say it's a strange one to have towards the end it's it's I mean it's it's a haunting song. It's very well yeah. done. It's nicely played. It's nicely sung. It's got some great lyrics to it, but it just kind of feels a bit almost compared to the rest of the album. It kind of feels a little bit dull. I'd say like it's not nothing too exciting about no. it. There's nothing. There's not too much to take away from it. I don't find either. I'd still pick this song over probably a lot of 
chart rock music still, but for mm-hmm. Old Bridge, it's not their high standards, I feel. Um, but I suppose I'm not a songwriter, so it must be hard to write 20 songs, and I suppose everything's going to sound the same if you're sat in a studio or sat at home for a mm-hmm. period of time. It's got to be difficult, but, yeah, it's not their finest work. But would you replace it maybe with another something else to put on it, like the bonus track? or Possibly so, to be fair. Yeah, I think... If I'm I was to replace you. it with any, yeah, I would. I'd probably take one of the bonus tracks. It's difficult to choose between the three because it depends really how you want to sort of end the album, I suppose. But they've all, all, all of them have got great bits about them, and I reckon they could have. Yeah, it, it made a better choice. It's difficult. I know that. Um, again, referring back to the documentary, um, a lot of what the guys do, they they work together as a foursome at the end of the day. It's not a case of one of them has an idea and. The others have what to I think works really well about the band. Yeah. Everyone has to agree to a song at the end of the day. There's a, there's a bit in there where, where Mark will be like, oh, you know, these guys have got to basically agree that this will work. And I've had like a hundred ideas that they've rejected because they, they didn't think it would have worked for this album. At the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's well said. So I think we've pretty much said the album really well. Um, what's your best song, worst song then on the album? Uh, personally, my best song has to be Blackbird. I think it always will be. It's got to be my favourite of theirs. As much as it isn't uh, a heavy, rocking out song, it just it's the it's the emotion behind it. To be fair, what obviously Mark is portraying, uh, what Mars is portraying in his lyrics as well, just the way it's played just, and what it means to me. I just absolutely love it. For worst song on the album, I think I go with Wayward One. To be fair. Yeah, I think that is probably my worst song. And obviously, you can probably all guess my best song. Um, so I think there's <laughs> no need to say it, really. Um, so, where well, would yeah. you, so what would you rate this album out of 10, then? It's it's always been a solid 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. I don't, I it's got to be one of the best albums that I own, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is their best album. Um, and we will be doing an album uh, sort of tier maker as the kids call it challenge when we'll be sort of reviewing all the albums and ranking them so i think you've got a very strong case roy to win this and as i am the judge you're probably going to win like um it's a spoiler but you probably will because well, i can't think of an album that's better than this and when i was reading through when i go back to the albums i read through some of the reviews to see in hindsight see if people what they think about them and someone said this wasn't their best work. And I'm thinking to myself, that hasn't aged well at all. So how, <laughs> how would you beat that? What what hasn't what what's not good about it? I'm I'm baffled. I, but I do wonder reading these reviews how much people actually like the band or not. Because if you're not a big fan of the band, you're probably you're not gonna give it five out of five necessarily, are you? Or you might not your things but I think people like us if we reviewed it we might be a bit more biased and maybe give it higher scores but no I'm interested um, you were saying it's one of the best albums you own I would at the time of rock I would probably say it's one of the best albums of early 2000s rock sort of this genre I'm struggling to think of ones that are much better personally um, what do you think? Yeah I mean again for me as a personal thing it's kind of it kind of came in that point where I was really getting into the genre and it just, I don't know, it was, it's funny because I, I, picked, I picked up the band initially from, um, from hearing 
Metalingus as a intro tune in the wrestling back in the day. I think, I think everyone did from which hearing this. Yeah. Did, yeah, exactly, which is crazy because I was a reasonable fan of Creed at the time. I, th- I think I listened to more Creed after I got into Alter Bridge. But I spoke to my brother who was um, play, playing in his own band at the time and he his music kind of influenced what I was listening to and he got me a copy of the first album and then I obviously found the second one coming. And I think, yeah, because of when it was when I started going to gigs as well, and they were probably one of the first ones that I'd gone to, they kind of cemented it for me as, you know, absolutely amazing memories, absolutely amazing music, great, you know, just great feeling to it as well. I think that's what the band do really well at. Um, yeah. I, I think we've summed up this album really well, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Um, I appreciate you letting let me do this one, definitely. <laughs> anytime, not a problem. Um, you were just, I, when I first did this, I sort of just shouted out to everyone saying, what's there I want to do? This was the most popular choice and you were the yeah. first person to reach me. I had a few people asking for this, so you got luck of the draw, I could say. So, um, sorry, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> me, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, I don't know anything else you want to say about the band at all or before we go. Uh, I suppose everything that I say is just kind of singing praises again, to be fair. Just, yeah, there's so much, so much about it that I've enjoyed. Uh, and yes, the, the music I find absolutely brilliant. I love listening to sort of the various stuff that they do, even kind of moving on to, like the Shimonti Project stuff as well, um, and going into various bits. I mean, even at one point, um, I've managed to pick up the, the Dying Machine novel and have a read through that, and it's, it's something which is really enjoyable. If anyone is considering it and likes that music and that album, definitely get the novel because it gives the album another complete level as well. So I just, in general, it's, this is kind of the main bubble of my musical taste is this band at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I can say that we will be reviewing the side projects eventually. So if that's your thing, please stick around and give it a listen. Um, yeah, and um, thanks for joining us this week, Roy. Really appreciate it. Um, you're welcome back anytime on the show. Um, I'd just nice. like to give a shout out quickly to the AB project who are trying to cover a song. Um, I will be having them on future episodes. So listen out for that. Um, so I said to you at the start, Roy, to pick an outro song. I think I know what you're going to pick, but. What are you going to pick? I can only pick the one, can't I? At the end of the day, it's probably before tomorrow be comes. That's, that's the best choice. I was you're, in, re- you're in charge here, mate. You're in charge. So. <laughs> I was really tempted this morning to be like, I'm just going to pick it because it's my show, but I can't do it. So I know what song you want. I'll play it for you. Let's have Blackbird. That. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for joining us, Roy. Join us. Soon. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys.
Thanks for tuning into the Open Your Ears podcast, the only Alter Bridge podcast out there.